On this episode, five keys for boosting sexual health with physical training. This is the Holistic Alpha Male Optimization Podcast, where we help you unleash your true power as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Stephen Mathis. Thanks for listening. I just got back from my morning workout session. I've been doing a high intensity interval session with my friends at F45, five or six days a week. It's been awesome. I just recently incorporated a weight vest into all my training. That's been awesome. The last week and a half or so, a total game changer. That's been a really dynamic additional challenge. But today we're going to talk about five keys for translating physical training into boosting our sexual health. Because of course, being in better shape in general is going to lead to, in general, having better sexual health. However, there are some specific keys that we should focus on if we really want to get the most bang for our buck, so to speak, in terms of actually having that physical training lead to much better sexual health. And when I say sexual health, sexual energy, erections, stamina, all those things. So let's talk about these five keys. The first one is intensity. You've got to get intense. The reason that intensity makes such a difference is hormones. When we reach certain intensity levels, it, the hormonal kick that happens as a result of that is much different. This is one of the reasons why sprints are so powerful. I've talked about sprints a number of times before. One of my favorite studies, they took two group of wrestlers, trained wrestlers. They were already training hard. They were wrestling. They were lifting. They were doing all the things. They split them up into two groups. They had one group do two sessions a week of sprints where they did six sprints of six seconds each. And they did that for a month. So eight total sessions. Each session was six sprints of six seconds each. After that month, the group that did the sprints had significantly higher testosterone. It was something like 27%. I don't have that study in front of me at the moment, but it was a meaningful boost. And these were guys who were already training. So sprints are good, but the overall idea is intensity. We've got to get intense. You are much better off having a 20 minute intense workout than an hour workout or an hour and a half where you're just going at a lower intensity. From a hormonal standpoint, it is going to be a big difference between those two. So reaching those places of intensity where we're really putting ourselves in uncomfortable positions, where we're really pushing our edges in terms of intensity, very important. If we're going to get that hormonal boost from our training sessions, and that hormonal boost is going to lead to better sexual health. This is one of the reasons why endurance athletes often struggle with testosterone, with sex drive, with things like that, because they're not getting to that place of intensity. Often it's that lower intensity, high volume for a long time. It doesn't give us the same kind of hormonal boost. So if you enjoy those endurance things, by all means do it. But from a hormonal standpoint and from a sexual health standpoint, the first key for physical training is intensity. We got to get intense. The next key is leg strength. So the more muscle fibers that we activate, the greater the hormonal response. So if you're working, for example, you're isolating one bicep at a time, you're doing bicep curls and you're doing a curl with 
on one arm, right? You're only activating a limited number of muscle fibers. So this is one of the reasons why compound movements where we're involving more of our body are more effective, but in particular leg strength for a couple of reasons. One is that number of muscle fibers that we're activating. So the muscles of our legs are the biggest muscles in our body. So when we train our leg muscles hard, when we train our glutes and our hamstrings and our quads hard, we are training the biggest muscles of the body. We're activating the most muscle fibers and that leads to a better hormonal response. The other reason to train legs and why leg strength is the second key is because they are very close to our pelvic floor. So when you train your glutes, especially, for example, when you train your glutes, which is your butt, by the way, for those of you, there might be a few of you guys who don't know that. When you train, your glutes are right next to your pelvic floor. So when you're increasing blood flow, when you're increasing strength to your glutes, you're going to lead to more blood flow in your pelvic floor, which is going to lead to better erections, better sexual energy. So that is the second key, working on leg strength. The third key is core strength. This one has become so clear to me recently in my own life, in guys that I've talked to, in a study that I highlighted on an episode last week. Core strength is very important. And the key thing with this is that our core muscles, again, are very close to our pelvic floor muscles, in particular, the psoas. So the psoas muscle is a very deep muscle. It's not the surface abdominal muscles. They're deeper. They're more almost, they almost wrap around the spine and they go down inside our hips and basically wrap around our pelvic floor. So the stronger that our psoas are and the stronger that our very low abdominals. So those low abdominals in the front, the very low ones where it basically goes down to your cock essentially, right? Like those muscles go all the way down to your pelvic floor. As we train the psoas and as we train those lower abdominal muscles, it is a huge benefit in terms of leading to better erections, higher sexual energy. It is a high payoff. It makes a big difference. So ensure that you are training your core and that you're training it hard and really building up your core strength. There was a study that I highlighted on the episode last week where they actually measured the volume of the psoas muscle in a bunch of men. And they also had those men take a kind of a standard sexual health questionnaire that's used in lots of studies to evaluate overall health, overall sexual health and satisfaction. And what they found is there was a direct correlation between the higher the volume of the psoas muscle, so the bigger and stronger the psoas muscle, the higher the score on that sexual health questionnaire. So core strength, super, super important. Be working on this. What I would recommend is two things in particular. You can work on, in, on core strength in lots of different ways. One is called the GHD machine. So you guys might, if you don't know it by name, you've probably seen this in your gym. This is basically where there's kind of two pads that go under your hamstrings or under your ass or under your, the front of your hips. Your feet slide in between their, these pads where it holds your feet. And you can either do back extensions or you can do sit-ups on those. And when you do sit-ups on those, that is the most powerful sit-up or core move really that I've ever found. It's incredible the way that it gets top to bottom, all the way to the lowest part of your abdominals, all the way down to where they meet your pelvic floor. 
And it also gets very deep. So it goes beyond just that surface level muscle and it gets down deeper, including into the psoas. Sit-ups on that GHD machine are fantastic. The other thing is ab wheels. So ab wheels, again, like the GHD machine, very good at getting the full range of your abdominals from the upper abdominals by your chest all the way down to the lower abdominals right by your pelvic floor. It gets the full range of that. So those are my two favorites. Of course, any way that you work your core is probably going to be good, but those are two that I would really look at and that will work very well. Key number four for boosting our sexual health with physical training is avoiding overtraining. This one is big. Now we want to avoid overtraining in two ways. One is in an individual workout, and then the other is overall across the days and the weeks. So in an individual workout, if we cross a certain threshold, and depending on intensity, this is usually about 45 minutes, maybe an hour, no more than that. Once we cross a certain threshold, the hormonal impact of that is going to be the opposite of what we want. So if you have a 45-minute high-intensity session, you're going to come out of that with higher testosterone. You're going to come out of it with lower cortisol. That's exactly what we want for our not only our sexual health, but our overall health. Conversely, if you go too long, let's say if you went an hour and a half high intensity, two hours high intensity, just absolute grinding for a long time, what will happen is you will come out of that session with lower testosterone and higher cortisol, the opposite of what we want. The same thing also applies over the course of days and weeks. So if we are overtraining, we're not recovering appropriately, we're not fueling appropriately, and we're not, we're just training too much, that's going to lead to largely the same thing. You're going to have a testosterone decline. Your cortisol is going to be higher. It's the opposite of what we want. So if for some of you guys, if you're not already in the habit of training hard and exercising every day, overtraining is the last thing you need to worry about. But there are a lot of you guys, I'm sure, who are training hard, who are very fit, very strong. I know there are because I talk to a lot of you guys. That's one thing that if we're training hard consistently, we want to be sure to avoid overtraining. So cut those sessions up. If you have more training that you need to do to accomplish what you want to accomplish, break it up into two sessions of 45 minutes instead of doing one session of an hour and a half. Make sure those individual sessions are not too long. And then the other part of it is don't overtrain where ensure that you're taking a rest day when you need to take a rest day. Listen to your body. Don't go too hard for too long without enough rest. So that's the fourth key. The last key to boosting our sexual health with physical training is engaging your root muscle, engaging your pelvic floor, your PC muscle. So we've talked about this lots of times in various aspects in terms of training our root muscle, which is primarily done by doing Kegels, right? Doing Kegel and reverse Kegel training sessions. Definitely do those. And you can do those anytime. You can do it while you're driving, walking, sitting, whatever. But we can also engage that root muscle, that pelvic floor, while we're training. And we should, because it does a couple of things. One is you're going to actually have better results. You're going to be stronger in your training. You've probably heard in various places over the years that it's important to engage your core as you're lifting or as you're doing other training, right? We want to have our core engaged because that provides this stable foundation for our body. But the thing that's talked about much less often is that our root muscle, our pelvic floor, that is actually the real foundation. So we want to be ensuring that we are engaging that pelvic floor, engaging that root muscle 
as you're training. And in general, the way you're going to want to do this is by doing a Kegel, so a squeeze, when you are engaged in the forceful part of the movement or when you're engaged in a set. And then you want to make sure and relax that muscle when you're on your rest period. So the rest part is very important because what we don't want to do is we don't want to get in the habit of just clenching that muscle all the time. That will be counterproductive from a stamina standpoint. So your ability to control ejaculation and how long you last, if that root muscle is constantly locked in that squeeze position, that's not going to be good from that standpoint. But the stronger that root muscle is, the more it's going to feed your sexual energy, the more it's going to feed your erections, and the more it's going to benefit your sexual health overall. So again, when you're engaged in the forceful part of a movement, when you're in the uh, working part of a set, engage that pelvic floor with a strong Kegel squeeze, keep it squeezed the whole time. And then when you're between sets or between reps, if you're taking longer rest, depending on what you're doing, that's when you want to consciously relax. So you'll do maybe a little bit of a reverse Kegel just to bring it back to that relaxed position. So let's review the five keys for boosting sexual health with your physical training. First is intensity. You got to get intense. Second is leg strength. Work on heavy resistance training with your legs. Build your overall leg strength. The third key is core strength, especially your very low abdominals and your psoas. The fourth key is avoiding overtraining. And then the last key is engaging that root muscle, your pelvic floor, by doing Kegels as you are training. If you incorporate these five things, you will get much more benefit in your sexual health than if you just worked out overall, right? So especially some of you guys who are maybe just getting back on the path in terms of working out or you're off and on with it, as you get back on the path, focus on these five things, intensity, leg strength, core strength, avoid overtraining, and engage your root muscle. The difference between specifically focusing on these things and specifically working hard to knock out these five keys, the difference between that and just any sort of general workout is going to be very big when it comes to your sexual health. You, you will experience, if you incorporate these five keys, you will have better erections, you will have better sexual energy, you will have stronger orgasms. It's a big, big difference maker. So go out and get after it. The physical work is so important for so many reasons. Today, we're talking about the sexual health boost from physical training. But of course, we know that our physical training is absolutely key, not only for our sexual health, it's key for our overall health and longevity. It is key for our mental and emotional health. It is key from a discipline standpoint. And it is key from tapping into that fire. We got to tap into our masculine fire and power. Physical training is a big part of that. So go out and get after it. If you're not already in the habit, the most important thing is building the habit. So what I would suggest, if you've only been working out occasionally, or maybe you're working out a couple days a week, or you've kind of really gotten on the path and off the path, and it's been a while since you've worked out, focus not so much on how much you're doing at first, but focus on training every day. Build the habit where physical training is part of your everyday routine, where it becomes part of who you are. Then you can always scale up the volume. You can always scale up the intensity. The habit, having it become truly a part of who you are, where you know that when you wake up, 
okay, I got another day on earth. It's another day I'm going to choose to move my body. Another day I'm going to engage physically and work physically hard and train this body that I have. That habit, that identity of this is part of who you are is by far the most important part. So establish that. Establish some daily minimums. So that daily minimum, maybe it's a Maybe it's a 10-minute workout. If you're not already working out every day, set a target of training for 10 minutes. You can do body weight stuff, whatever you want to do. Set a target of training as hard as you can for 10 minutes every day. Use something to track that habit. And then once the habit is there, then you can start to scale it up. So have an amazing day. Go out and get after it. Send you guys all my best. And we'll talk to you soon.